Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to All Things Medical Assistant. I am your host for this podcast, Santino Teas. First and foremost, I especially want to give a big thank you to uh, everybody that stuck around uh, can continue to listen to what it is I have to say. And again, to all the international listeners, really appreciate you. I see the numbers keep growing, so please continue to listen. And again, if you have a comment, question, concern, go ahead and uh, check out allthingsmedicalassistant.com. It is in my blog. And there you can leave a, a comment, a suggestion, and let's make you a part of the podcast. Go ahead and, and drop me a line, at the episode that you like, you know, with a question, concern, or, or a conversation you want to be a part of. And uh, I'll get in touch with you and we'll, we'll make it happen. Um, it's, it's not that hard with uh, the Anchor app here that I'm using. You can be across uh, the, the country or you can be across seas and we can still um, do this podcast uh, with a mobile phone, if you have a if you have a, a cell phone or if you have a PC desktop, we can uh, create a podcast between yourself and and, and and all things medical assistance. So please go ahead and um, and and look me up. So again, it's been a while, over a month since I have uploaded, and you know, again, the reason is because all that I felt like I was talking about was. COVID-19 pandemic and here we go again you know I'm, I'm going to talk about it again today and and what it is that I feel has happened since the last time uh, since the last time I'm upload I've uploaded but you know I I see some positive changes I still see a lot of negativity I still I still see a lot of ambiguity out there and I still see a lot of you know just crazy stuff crazy crazy stuff you know we have a new administration in office, thank God, you know, and again, whether you're Democrat, Republican, you know, independent, whatever, it, I, I don't, I don't care. Me, myself, I'm a grassroots Democrat, but, you know, I, I just, I, I don't care because what, what's happened here with this whole pandemic thing, you know, and it extends further than just the virus itself. It extends to, you know, how the children how you know are my daughter's been affected by the education system you know and 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 faltering and falling to pressure you know and it also it also means the businesses the small businesses that have that have gone under that have been affected you know that continue to be affected you know the bigger players out there i'm sorry yeah there are a few that have gone under and those have lost their jobs as well but you know there are big giants out there that I made that made money off of it, you know, namely like Walmart and Target, and of course they're providing a service. Fine, understood. But you know, there's there there there's a lot of uh, there are a lot of businesses out there that took advantage of, of the aspect or had seen an increase in sales. I remember you know, one of the local um, one of the local supermarkets here, Winco. Um, the first time the pandemic hit, they raised the toilet paper prices by twenty dollars. Now, I understand, you know, supply and demand and the toilet paper producers were were falling short. So they were having to push. They had to raise their prices. And they, but still, that's wrong. You know, that's that's wrong. You just don't do that to people in a time of need. And even today, you know, there's still business. There's a lot of there's mortgage companies, you know, creditors, credit companies uh, that that are that are that are utilizing this time to go ahead and take advantage of those that have that have lost, that are in very horrible situations, you know. You hear about all of these uh, property owners that are ignoring these these uh, these these eviction uh, moratorium, and they're still out to evicting people, and they're getting away with it. 
Because unfortunately, right now, you know, we thought the court system was backed up. Ah, hell, well, think about it now. How backed up is it now? And when you think about all these people filing lawsuits, going to court and everything, only the big people that have got that money, only the people, big people that have got that representation can actually move forward to get it done and resolved in a timely manner. The rest of us, we're out there. We're stuck. We're in the ether. And stand in line and good luck, you know, all that stuff. So, unfortunately, it's true. So, yeah, so there's still a lot of negative out there, you know. And I myself have been vaccinated. I've gotten both vaccines. Uh, I've gotten the Moderna. And, yeah, it was a trippy, uh, it was a trippy uh, ride, you know, the, the first vaccine. that made me a little achy. I had a little, 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 little headache that was, you know, continuous for about three days, but then got over it. The one thing that it did make me, that did happen was, is that it made me really hungry. I was just, for some reason, after I'd gotten the vaccine, I did my 15 minute wait period, uh, observation period. When I got into the car and I had my son with me, he went, he had gone with me. I was like, holy, I just got like, no, actually, no, he went the second time with me. The first time when I had it done, I just I just got this overwhelming sensation of being hungry. So when I got home from the vaccination, man, I munch, I pigged out, I ate chocolate food. It was just, it was, it was interesting. Anyhow, uh, the second vaccine was a little more, it was, it was a little more intense. You know, I, I had that underlying headache again. I was maybe achy for about four days, but I came through it, you know, and for those that were affected severely by the Pfizer vaccination and those that have been affected by the Moderna, my apologies and my sincerest condolences to those that may have passed from it, you know, and, and being, being someone of the medical community for 28 years, you know, it's, here's what it is. So, you know, when the flu vaccine came out, when the polio vaccine came out, when all these vaccines come out, you know, there has to be an initial point. In other words, there has to be a starting point somewhere. Something has to happen. Someone has to get sick. You know, unfortunately, a pandemic has to hit. And, and this is not. And this has been seen even with HIV, with all excuse me, with all these other vaccines. And there has to be a starting point, and that's where all of this starts. You know, there's sicknesses, the illnesses, the deaths. The autopsies, the studies, the virology, the microbiology, the biology, all of that is done. You know, it's, it's yeah, it, it's, it's like a new product going out on the market. People go out, they see it, they like it, they buy it, they try it. You know, you see it on YouTube, you know, you buy it, they open it, they unbox it, they try it, you make an opinion. Kind of sort of the same thing, you know, I know it's apples and oranges pretty much, but, you know, something like this hits... And the scientists get involved, the medical community gets involved. And basically, when you start from fresh, you're starting from nothing. Because how can you learn, defend, or even progress or improve upon um, a vaccination for disease if you don't have a starting point? So unfortunately, from that starting point, there's going to be a lot of hit or misses. There's going to be a lot of failures. There's going to be a lot of false negatives, false positives. You know, there's going to be a lot of a lot of unknowns and a lot of negatives and a lot of barriers to to hurdle you know and, and my opinion is is that america today has become super lazy has become super fat has become super auto uh just expecting everything now you know it is it's not the way it was where you know we're 40s 50s 60s 70s even into the 80s you know i think it's the 90s that hit it the millennials you know I want it now, 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 now. Give it to me now, 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 now. You know, 
uh, I want my iPhone now. I want my toy now. I want my, my I want my clothes now. I want this now. You know, and when you think about a whole population out there that are, you know, homeless or indigent and all that, they they don't even have the bare necessities. And and I know I'm preaching to the choir because you know if, if you've got money and you're listening, you don't care. You're just thinking, oh well, you know that's their problem. Well, you know it's your problem too. You know you're part of the problem. But anyways, um, so yeah, so it's it's. It, this the society's become very auto you know auto auto gratification and it's it's unfortunate you know um, it was interesting I was speaking to a, a someone that I know not too long ago and we were talking about you know hey remember the day the rotary phone remember the day that the the phone that we used to have that had the turn on it the turn dial or that had the long you had to go to the you had to go to Sears and and or best and and get the long telephone cord to make it. and the kids like what's rotary what's the cord phones have cords you know not only did we feel old as hell but it just it just it just brings to mind you know how far we've come how advanced we've come you know like when i produce these podcasts they're off of my ipad pro i've used my iphone to create them you know and it's just amazing you can do it anywhere you know cellular technology technology period has made America lazy. Now it's a necessity, especially in, in the medical community, because you know it allows for so much communication, for direct communication, for indirect communication, vitals, the whole thing. So it, yeah, it's very necessary. But when you get to a point where people take advantage of it and people just become gluttonous with it, you know, then that's that, and that's why we have when things happen like this. People freak out and they, they they have opinions. They become ignorant because they're scared. And ignorance is born of fear. And it's funny how people think that they know everything. All of a sudden, someone who doesn't have a damn, I mean, any kind of, you know, inkling of, of science or medicine, all of a sudden is a medical professional because they read it, they heard it, a friend told them. You know, I remember when this all started, we the, the Individuals were appearing before Congress about masking. You won't make me mask. And I remember one young lady who was saying, well, you know, masking causes people to suffocate. You know, shut up. You know, I've been a surgical tech as well since 2004. I've been wearing masks and this whole year wearing masks. Okay, now we've heard of people dying from the vex- from vaccine, unfortunately, continued death. But I've not heard of anybody dying from wearing a mask. Yeah, so people that think along that line. Or people that think along, well, not me, not me, not vaccinate. You know, you all need to sit down because what's happened now is obviously we, we, okay. So what's happened now is something beyond anybody's, anybody's ever thought or wildest dream. You know, this is a virus that's killed, you know, close to a million, half a million people, if not over already, you know, and I don't know what more proof. I've still met people that think that it's just, that this is bullshit. I have still met people that think that this is a, a joke or something because Donald Duck, you know, who was in, in, in office, said so, you know. And that was his demise in this election, too, was, you know, his, his failure, his stupidity, his ignorance, his uh, grandiosity, grandiority, that thinking that he was doing the best. And he didn't do a damn thing. He didn't do a damn thing because if it weren't for the people around him pushing him to make appropriate decisions, he wouldn't have done a damn thing. I know what he would have done. He would have waited for this to kill off all minorities and just leave it to the white people to live, uh, to keep going on. I bet you if enough of the minority died away, you know, then uh, then he'd do something. Then the vaccine would come out. And all that has become very obvious. And if you disagree with that comment, leave me a comment. I'll be happy to put you on air. And like I said, we don't have to be in the same city, town, or state. We can do this podcast across the country, across seas. So if you have a, a concern, comment, 
or you want to share something, go ahead, go to allthingsmedicalassistant.com, that's the blog, or you can go to uh, anchor.fm and find this episode and send a voice message and and we'll get down to business, all right? So, yeah, so it's, and that's just, and that's just the way it is, you know, in my opinion anyways. So anyway, so there has to be a starting point when people, you know, start to feel secure about a solution. And it all has to start somewhere. And I don't know why people are are ignorant about it. You know, people who claim that they're educated or that they know it all don't seem to understand this all of a sudden. But, you know, if, you know, this COVID-19... Now, now the COVID or SARS has been around. Yes, we understand it. We know it, you know, and all of those that have been known historically have been, you know, all have... Um, a vaccine for it well then what does that tell you about this one this is a brand new strain this strain is a different um has a different uh, virology different virulency so yeah so we've never seen it before so we have to start from scratch you have to start from the beginning that's how all this has happened because we've had to start from the beginning again and unfortunately there's trial and error there's hit and misses you know there's nobody can create something when it comes to biological treatments biological vaccine anything biological where you're dealing with uh, dna mrna you know I, I i urge you anybody who sat down and actually studied this if not please look up messenger rna rubble nucleic acid it's amazing how these guys have created this vaccine where it's an mrna based vaccine so in other words for those of you that don't understand you know when you get the flu or when you get any kind of uh, a virus infection you become in contact, you get a virus, and it injects its DNA into your cells, you know, taking over your 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 soul, your cell factory, so to say, reproducing its own uh, viral load, and then the production gets so big, the cell explodes, and then you have, you know, millions of more viruses going out, and they continue to do this. It's a ripple effect. But it's amazing how they've created a vaccine that's an mRNA. So mRNA, messenger RNA, is... It's 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 a way that the body sends messages to other cells to uh, produce replicate uh, the same type of you know uh, protein or or cell that you're looking to uh, to to produce right. So they've essentially come up with a way to inject you with a messaging system that hits your cells, tells it to make copies of itself, which is the virus against which which is the the vaccine against the virus it's it's interesting so you have to look it up you know how does covid vaccine work what is mrna even if you look up mrna for dna you'll understand how it is that this vaccine works just think of the the mrna process as the vaccine so yeah so there has to be a starting point to all of this there has to be a starting point and unfortunately a year ago that was a starting point yesterday made it one year that it was declared an emergency one year you know and you know, I'm tired, you know, and I still dress up every day. I still, I still test COVID every day, you know, and, and, and you've, if you've, if you listen to one of my other podcasts, you know, I was on my way to University of Washington to test uh, COVID, you know, we, like I said, we've come a long way. Some days are worse than others. Sometimes I feel like we have better days than others. But at the end of the week, you know, Friday is my day off. When I sit down, I think, well, you know, 
what's really changed, you know? How much has changed? How much better has it really gotten? And like I said, you know, I do see progress. I do see a lot of positivity. But unfortunately, we're still having to have that conversation with, you know, a bulk of idiots out there, you know? And it is so stupid that something like this had to become politicized, you know? It had to become politicized. You see, I think people are so bored with their lives that, you know, when things like these happen, they have to come out and say, and they have to show their supremacy, they have to show their superiority, they have to, you know, make everybody else uh, feel or try and feel inferior or that they know it all. You know, this is not the time for that. I, I remember my, you know, my beginning uh, podcasts, I said, it is our responsibility to become stewards, good stewards of the community. You know, it is our responsibility to take care of each other and to to help each other damn it don't have to love each other don't have to like each other but we're in a position where we need to at least be understanding of each other you know i still see a certain sect of the people walking around not masked you know with the you don't tell me what to do attitude you know i've run into a few you know just came back from north carolina a couple of weeks ago and you know some uh, some ding dong got on the uh, the plane wearing a uh, a MAGA hat and a American flag scarf over there. You know, I should have known better. He was you know six foot tall wearing boots, so shouldn't have surprised me. But anyways, so yeah, so when these things happen, you need a starting point, and, and unfortunately, when you know that that uh, that guy came in through the SeaTac airport, that was the starting point. When every when, when those unfortunate um, elderly got sick at the at that assisted living home, you know that was a starting point. You know, when you hit the ERs, that was a starting point. You know, remember if you can think, if you have the compassion to go back and relive what it is that's happened, that's the starting point. People, we have those of us who understand this, and even our kids that are alive during this time are. Or, and, and I tell you this from someone that I work with, a very a very sweet uh, medical assistant who I work next to. Her name um, is is Don, and you know she had said we are a part of something huge. We are a part of history. We are part of something that we hope will never happen again. You know these illnesses, these deaths, you know this testing, uh, these successes, the failures. We are a part of something huge, and this is something to learn from, whether you believe it or not, whether you're for it or against it, whether you're vaccinated or not, whether you, whatever, whether in the healthcare field, whatever. But this is something new. This is something that we're a part of history. We have become a part of history. So later on, when your grandchildren, great-grandchildren read about, you know, the great COVID-19 pandemic, which it's going to... (laughs) It's going to to merit up there with 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 the big pandemics. Obviously, I mean, we've surpassed some of them. They're going to say, "Yeah, my grandmother, my my great grandmother, my grandfather, great grandfather, uncle, great uncle were part of it." You know, and, and and those kids can be especially proud when they say, "Yeah, my mother, my father, my uncle, my grandmother, my were part of it. They helped. They vaccinated. They tested. They were part of the solution. They were proud of it." And those of you that do not. Yeah, that, that do not stop progress. You're part of the the you're part of the advancement as well. So be proud of yourself. Those of you out there that stand in the way of progress because you're opinionated, or all of a sudden you think you know medicine. If you're somebody out there who thinks you know medicine, have never taken a day of medical school, medical assistant, or anything, I've never picked up a book. Again, 
Find this episode on Anchor.fm or Apple Podcasts. You can look up all things Medical Assistant in Apple and find it. You know, and, and send me a voice message. Go to allthingsmedicalassistant.com, my blog, and find this episode. Send me a message. I want to know how somebody who has no medical um, knowledge or training ends up knowing everything about medicine and, and claims to understand it. Like Donald Duck said, oh, well, maybe he should have been a scientist or a, a biologist. No. Should have been the guy that you used to doorstop the shit stalls at the at, at the, the rodeo. Alright guys. So this is Santino Tez for All Things Medical Assistant. Thank you again for sticking around. Um, hopefully uh, I will be uploading um, uh, significantly, you know, quicker now. Again, go to allthingsmedicalassistant.com. That is my blog. You'll find all the episodes uploaded there. And like I said... You don't have to live in the same city and state. You can live across the country. You can even live across. You can even live overseas. And if you want to become part of this podcast, comment, question, concern, allthingsmedicalassistant.com uh, blog. You'll find the episode and uh, upload there, or uh, send me a voice message, and we'll go from there. Okay. Or also on the contact me page, you'll find a, a direct email. All right. Okay, guys. Santino Tez for All Things Medical Assistant. Thank you again, and we'll talk soon.